0: Welcome back to the birth class podcast. Today's topic is more on the postpartum end, but we're still sticking with our not your average childbirth education, um, like slogan, category, vibe. I don't know what you want to call it, but you guys know I tend to do the more biological, unmedicated, natural route and this episode will be exactly that. So we're going to talk about thrush treating it unmedicated. I mean herbal medicine is still medicine so we are going to medicate but we're going to manage our thrush without that pharmaceutical antifungal route. So normally if you have thrush you go to your provider and they'll give you a prescription for an antifungal either like a topical or um, an oral like something to take orally. So we're going to talk about how to manage it at home without that. And usually I like to say, like when I talk about, um, mastitis, which is not on the podcast yet. So that one will come up soon. It's on my list of ones to do as well. When I talk about mastitis, I say, okay, try these at home treatments first. And then if it's getting worse, you can, you know, go to your provider and do the pharmaceutical route. Um, and so same, same idea here, you know, we wanna try to treat it at home and then reach out for the, the stronger pharmaceutical option. But I will say I had a mom reach out recently who the antifungal cream was not working for her. So we went ahead and you know, I filled her in on all the things to do um, naturally. And it was a better option because with the antifungal cream, she was having to wipe it off every feeding. And like, how annoying is that when you are feeding every two to three hours to have to wipe it off. Like I wouldn't even want to put it back on. You know what I mean? Um, and also like, I am very hesitant to put anything on my nipple that my baby can't put in their mouth. I would just worry. Um, and that's honestly, that's why I do everything unmedicated, natural route anyways, because I also don't like the idea of putting them in or on my body either. Okay. I'm getting way off topic. So before we jump in, I want to talk about our episode sponsor, which is really exciting for two reasons because one, it's Silverette's, which is an awesome company, awesome product. Um I'm going to talk to about them in just a second. But number two also exciting because I've never had an episode sponsored before. So that's really exciting. And they sent me a, pe- a pair of Silverette's which I am in desperate need of. Um so also, just very very exciting. So, what are silverettes? I have them in my hand, and you can't see them. Um, I'm going to talk about them on my Instagram this week and show you. And I've been sharing a little bit on my Instagram stories. But they are small, little cups. Like they look. I I, I want to say they look like nipple shields, but nipple shields are another product, and they're nothing like that. But they're little silver cups, and they're made out of 925 sterling silver. Okay, so this is the real deal. There are knockoffs that are like silver plated. These are 100% silver throughout. And they fit over your nipple. They have two sizes. They help protect your nipples while you're breastfeeding. And silver is a natural antimicrobial, antifungal, antibacterial, um, and anti-inflammatory. So it heals and it helps prevent cuts, wounds, cracks, soreness, and infection. So it can help correct those things and also just help prevent them. So super essential for first-time moms who almost all first-time moms experience that soreness, might have some nipple cracking, um, which, you know, that's a sign of a poor latch. So we always want to address the latch. But whew, having to like nurse through that is so hard. So that's where silverettes come in, okay, to help prevent and heal those damaged nipples and just keep it hopefully at bay. So like if you've ever had anything wrong with your nipple, it's like, it's bearable, it's bearable, and then it's like, oh, it's unbearable, which we're gonna talk about thrush and what that feels like in a minute. Um, So silverettes, super easy to use, very comfortable. You just put them in your bra. You don't have to use any creams or any lotions. You don't have to wipe off your nipple or anything like that. You just put it on in between feedings, take it off when you feed your baby, put it back on. Amazing. So if you want to buy a pair, Silverettes were nice enough to send a promo code for you. You can use the code Lizzie for 10% off. And I will link to their site in the show notes, but it's silveretteusa.com and it's just spelled silver and then E-T-T-E-U-S-A dot com. And the code is Lizzie for 10% off. So great thing to add to your registry or just buy. Cause then you can use your promo code. Um, definitely one thing you should do to prep for breastfeeding. Um, speaking of breastfeeding prep, my breastfeeding class is every first Saturday and it's live and it's going to be, well, when this episode airs, that's, it's going to be Monday. So this Saturday, it's going to be this Saturday if you're listening to this episode. Um, but it's, it's every first Saturday of the month and when you enroll you get added into the class hub i call it and so once you're in there you have the zoom link you can hop onto the live class with me and then there's also a few resources and then i always record the class and put it in the the class hub as well so if for whatever reason you're not available at 10 a.m pacific time on the first saturday of the month you can still access the class and watch it at your own pace. And it's about an hour long. um, And then we have questions at the end. And the topics that I go over, um, we talk about like how breastfeeding works, like the science behind it. So you can really like understand your supply and what's going on. We go over the early days and what to expect in terms of feeding and your milk coming in and how you might feel. Uh, We go over everything you need to know for a nursing session. So like when you sit down, the things you need, positioning, what to look for in the latch, what's gonna happen like with your letdown, how to know if baby's getting enough. And then we're gonna go over a few troubleshooting topics like thrush (laughs) we're talking about today. Um, But you know, clogs, mastitis, ties, allergies, low supply. And really that portion is to let you know like when you need to reach out for more help. So like what's normal? what you can manage on your own at home and what you should really be reaching out to a lactation consultant for. So um, if you are due soon, so I do it the first Saturday of the month. And ideally like you, you should take it close to your due date. I have a lot of moms who like to take it earlier, which is funny because I'm like, I wait till the last minute for everything. So when I create my offers and I'm like, oh, this, you know, the November breastfeeding classes for November due dates or maybe like the first week of December also. So like you don't miss that first (laughs) Saturday of December class um, because I wait till the last minute. But then I have a lot of moms who are not like that and they're like planners and they like to get their classes done early and digest it and have it like there. And I'm like, huh? So this, um, is perfect if you're like 34, 35 weeks pregnant, but even before that is fine, especially because you're going to be in the class, the like class hub, and you'll have access to that replay. So you can like attend the live class, ask your questions, and then still watch that replay or another replay closer to your due date. If you need a little more like brushing up on things. So that's going to be the Saturday you can get more info. At com slash breastfeeding. And that takes you to like the wait list. So you put your email in, then you'll get an email telling you how to sign up. And then you're on the email list. So let's say you're in your first trimester, then you'll get reminders um, when the class is coming up so that you can sign up when you're ready. So you can go ahead and sign up for that. Put your email in now so you don't forget later and then join the class when you're ready. Okay. So let's jump into today's topic thrush. And we really need to talk about thrush because one, I keep getting asked about it and that's always my sign, right? To talk about it. And two, because I am getting chronic thrushed infections every month. Um, Our hormone cycles can cause, it can contribute to yeast overgrowth, which is why I'm experiencing thrush every month. Um, And it's also why we tend to frequently get yeast infections in pregnancy or some women get chronic yeast infections with their their cycle as well. So it's it's kind of just like that. I'm experiencing it with my menstrual cycle, but I'm getting thrush in my nipple. Just one. <laughs> just one. And I have some theories on this. Okay. So my th- the first is that it's my cycle is contributing to it. So when we ovulate, I don't want to go too much into the hormones because I don't have it perfectly memorized, but it's that ovulation switch in the hormones. So we tend to get, and I am experiencing this as well, the symptoms of thrush happening right before our period. So it's like, we have the symptom of thrush and then we start our period and it's like awful. So you might have experienced the same with a yeast infection, right? Okay. So our cycles contribute to it. Now, why I'm specifically getting it in one nipple in my left nipple. And I think that's because, um, I nurse on that side more. And so it's more often moist. (laughs) It's more often in a mouth that's dark and moist and that's where thrush, um, thrives. Okay. So it can just grow and grow and grow when it's moist and it's dark, which, you know, you could think of too with a vaginal yeast infection, right? Um, And so I nurse more on my left side. And also that's the side that the baby sleeps on at night. And so there'll be like long periods of time where she has my nipple in her mouth. So when I'm experiencing thrush or when I'm about to come up on my thrush cycle, (laughs) I'm trying to be more mindful of like not letting her sleep on the boob and having my silverettes is going to help with that because I'm going to want the silverette on to prevent, um, the thrush from having an overgrowth. Okay. So that's actually, it's like perfect timing because I'm supposed to start my cycle in a few days, meaning my thrush symptoms are supposed to start any day now and actually to day my the nipple <laughs> it hurts also Eloise bit the crap out of it last night which um a lot of moms are scared of this or scared of when their breastfeeding baby gets teeth and they're afraid of the biting and I really like to reassure moms that like it'll be okay and if they do bite it's like it's not like a forever thing they usually go through like a um like they're testing out the waters or they might go through like a rash of biting where they, they kind of bite, um, a lot like close together. But, uh, I try to reassure moms, like imagine sucking on your thumb. Now, if you're sucking on your thumb, can you bite while you're sucking? You can't. So a baby cannot bite you when they are sucking milk. Um, now they still do. So they do it. When do they do it? They do it like when they're done, when they're done with the milk and they're just kind of like being playful or they're like distracted, um, and then it can also happen like before the milk, before you have your letdown, um, and this usually happens when they're like overtired, overhungry, they're cranky, they're teething because they're they're like kind of mad that the milk's not coming down yet, like that it's taking a minute, and they might bite you. Um, so Eloise last night, when she bit me, um, it was definitely that she was overtired because she was already asleep and then the toddler woke her up and then I was trying to nurse her back to sleep and she bit me and she like, I gave her the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, okay, well, she didn't really mean to like, that wasn't nice, but okay. And then I was like, immediately after she bit me again. So then I did kick her out of the bed. Now keep in mind, Eloise is one. (laughs) So she went and hung out with dad for a little bit and was calm out there and then came back in and, and then went to sleep. And no more biting, but my nipple feels sore. And I don't know if it's because she bit me, like she bit me good, or if it's the thrush, or if it's both. So I have my silver head on right now. <laughs> um, so let's talk about thrush. Thrush is which I mean I've been talking about it this whole time and I haven't even really told you what it is, but it's a fungal infection caused by yeast. And so yeast is a type of fungus and we call it Candida. Um, Candida normally lives on the skin and inside the body and in the mouth, in the gut, in your vagina. I mean, we have, we have a microbiome, we have bacteria and it's usually not a problem. Now it's when that Candida is in an overgrowth that we start to have the infection that we start to have the symptoms. Um, And candida thrives on sugar, simple sugars. And like I already said, that moist, dark environment and our hormones can also create like the perfect environment for candida to overgrow. So there's several things that can happen that kind of contribute to it. Um, And so when we talk about like ways to treat it, diet changes are one. So um, there are things you can do like preventatively in your diet to help prevent, like if you're getting repeat infections or if you already have, have the infection to kind of help, help it along further. And one of those would be to cut out simple sugars. So not cut out all carbs, but try to have only complex carbs. So complex carbs. So simple sugars, simple carbohydrates would be like bread or, or straight up sugar. Um, don't drink so much juice. You know, you can have fruit cause that's more of a complex carb, but that is high in sugar as well. So just being mindful of your sugar intake and reducing it just a little bit can help if you already have an infection and then um, probiotic rich foods. So foods that are high in probiotics can help to keep your bacteria balanced. So we can, you know, we can include probiotics in like a supplement. So you can take a, a probiotic supplement or you can eat foods that are rich in probiotics. So anything that is um, fermented is, has great probiotics. Yogurt is good. Remember that though, you don't want a lot of sugar. So like a plain yogurt, kombucha, um, foods like that can help. So less sugar, more probiotic rich foods or a probiotic supplement. And then also immune boosting foods, okay? Because when the candida is in an overgrowth, we have an infection going on. So we need our body to fight the infection. And when you're having the symptoms, that's the overgrowth and that's the infection coming through. Um, I'm going to talk about what thrush is, like what thrush feels like in just a second. So some immune boosting foods that you can include, some infection fighters, garlic, garlic echinacea, vitamin C, um, those are just some off the top of my head that like I tend to have on hand. So, um, if you're not new to like the natural remedies for things, you probably have some of these in your quote unquote medicine cabinet (laughs) in your supplement cabinet. Um, anything that's going to boost your immune system is going to help you fight that infection. Now, okay. So that's just candida in general. So you can do those dietary changes to help with yeast infections, vaginal yeast infections as well. And then when we use the term thrush, that's specifically the yeast infection in the nipple or in the infant's mouth. So we can pass thrush back and forth to each other. (laughs) that's That's the crappy part. So me personally with my reoccurring thrush that I'm having, it's not, it has not went into Eloise's mouth that I can tell. Obviously she can't tell me, um, but you can visually see thrush in an infant's mouth and it looks like white. Um, It looks like a milk tongue almost. So uh, when babies drink milk or like adults, when we have like white (laughs) on our tongue, um, which actually, is a sign that you have bacteria on your tongue. If your tongue is white, <laughs> that's a different topic. But if you look in your baby's mouth and their tongue is white, and and you're like, is that milk or is that thrush? Ugh. So try to wipe it off with a washcloth. If it doesn't come off, that is thrush. So that's how you'll know if your infant has it in their mouth. And that would be a, that would be a pretty big overgrowth. I imagine they could have a little bit of thrush. They could be experiencing some symptoms, mild symptoms, without having that white um, tongue. So just keep that in mind that if you have thrush in your nipple, it's not a bad idea to also treat the infant's mouth. Um, so how do you know if you have thrush? So it is pain in your nipple and it feels like when your baby, it hurts when your baby latches and it hurts when your baby's drinking and specifically. So, cause if you have sore nipples, that's the same. Like if your nipples just sore, So like right now I can't tell if my nipple sore from her biting and causing like some damage or if it's the thrush, because right now what I'm experiencing is my nipple is a little sore, like it's a little tender and it kind of hurts when she latches on. Um, and that's, that's normal soreness. That's what it feels like. And that's what mild thrush can feel like, but you for sure can tell that it's thrush. If when the baby's drinking and the milk is coming through the nipple, that's painful so it literally feels like glass is coming through your nipples um so that's how you can tell that it's thrush that's like really um distinguishing of thrush is the glass shards through the nipple so pain on the latch pain while nursing specifically like let down when when the milk is coming through it feels like the glass shards it feels like sharp pain that is an infection in your nipple and then your nipple can also um look inflamed swollen a little red um when i got the first the first round of thrush that i got with my reoccurring thrush so i think i think i've had it three times the last three months and so this month would be my fourth um if if i'm having it right now like i said i can't tell because if it is thrush it's very mild still so i'm hoping the silverettes um will keep will prevent it from growing full-on thrush Um, but the first time I got it, my whole breast got red. So the infection was in the nipple and it went up into my breast and the skin on my breast was also red and inflamed because the infection had spread upwards. Now at that point I was like, wait, maybe I have mastitis because that's what happens when you have mastitis, but it can also happen when you have thrush. So how can you tell the difference there? Well, you'll have that that glass shard feeling in the nipple, which you don't get with mastitis. Mastitis doesn't make your nipple hurt. It makes just your breast hurt. Um, And also I had that red inflamed breast, but I didn't have um, like flu-like symptoms. So with mastitis, you get flu-like symptoms and I didn't have that. And I specifically remember because I, going to go to the farmer's market that day and i was going to walk and i was nervous that i was getting this i was getting mastitis and i was like because when you get mastitis you like you really need to rest i was like if i walk to the farmer's market uh and then i feel sick by the time like i feel you know worn out body aches that sort of thing then i know <laughs> that it's mastitis and and not thrush but it that never happened i just had that red um inflamed breast not that it could get that bad. It couldn't get that bad. It it possibly could, but in my experience, it did not. Um, but I did have the skin on my breast was red and inflamed. And, um, at that point I had ordered one of our remedies, which I'm going to talk about, um, grapefruit seed extract. (laughs) I wanted to make sure I got that right. I tend to say the wrong, um, I tend to say grape, seed it's grapefruit seed extract I had ordered that and you guys it is magical so the first time I got thrush I had cut the sugar added in the probiotics added in the immune boosters and it was not it wasn't really helping I mean it can take a few days for it to go away even if you do all the things but as soon as I introduced the grapefruit seed extract it was amazing so I just introduced it topically okay it's a game changer. So I will link to it in the show notes. I have it in my Amazon storefront. If you go to my Instagram and click through to those things, um, it comes in a, it comes in a bottle. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> but what I want to say is it comes in a bottle and you dilute it. So I, I had a little like two ounce spray bottle. I put 10 drops of grapefruit seed extract and then filled it to the two ounces with distilled water and then applied that topically. So in a little spray, just, sh- 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 sprayed it on my nipple in between every feed. And then you can also spray that grapefruit seed extract in the baby's mouth too. So what's the, well, the best thing about the grapefruit seed extract is it works so well. So I was in a lot of pain. Like my nipple was hurting so bad. Every feed was like excruciating and as soon as I started that grapefruit seed extract, so I started it like as soon as it got to me from Amazon, I started it and then at night I had it by my bedside and in between every feed I sprayed it on my nipple. And then that, that night I was already feeling relief. So when she was nursing, like there was still some pain but it wasn't excruciating. I'm telling you, it is so good. So grapefruit seed extract is what you want to use like when you for sure have an infection, silverettes use preventatively. So the silverettes, because they are antifungal, it's going to create an environment that that thrush can't thrive in. So silverettes are great to use as well um, with the grapefruit seed extract. And then also like just letting your nipples breathe. So not having like super synthetic super tight bra shirt on, you know, you want cotton, you want loose, no bra preferably if you can. Um, and then if you have some sunshine and some privacy, like get some sun on your nipples too, because the sunshine will also kill the thrush. Okay. So I think that's everything that we need to talk about. You know, what? I don't know if I mentioned with the, with the grapefruit seed extract what I said, you know, this is the best part is that it works so well. But the other great part is because you can use it in baby's mouth. You can also, you know, you don't have to wipe it off in between feedings. Like that's the best part. And it's not like a cream, it's like a spray. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like greasy and gross. You're not getting it on your clothes and that sort of thing. So I really like that as well. Um, and then I'm going to share, I wasn't going to share this, but I'm going to share this too. One of the times, I think maybe this was the last time I got Um, in my nipple. I also, I, and I'm speculating here, I got it in my throat. So in the throat is another place that thrush can, candida can thrive and where it lives anyways, it's dark, it's wet. But when I was having my thrush on my nipple, my sore nipple, I was also, I had a sore throat and I was like, great, I'm getting sick. Um, It was just like a mild sore throat that just was kind of hanging around, but it was only one side of my throat. And that's when I was kind of like, you know what? That's weird that it's only one side of my throat is the same side as my sore nipple. And so I don't know if those two are tied. I don't know if it was thrush or a sore throat, but if you experience thrush and you also experience a thor- sore throat, it could be the thrush. I mean, our nipples and our throats are super close together. Um, so I actually use the grapefruit seed extract in my mouth when I had that sore throat to help it, like it can't hurt. Like if it's a sore throat, it's not going to hurt it. And you guys, it tastes awful. (laughs) So that's what, that's what I wanted to share with you is that your baby will not like the taste of it, but you can still spray it in there and the taste just goes away in a second. You can even maybe, well, you should spray after a feeding so it can like kind of soak in a little bit, but baby's going to make a face. So be prepared for that. And then the last thing you need to know about, um, thrush is that antibiotics can cause thrush. So we kind of talked about some of the other causes in the beginning of the episode, your cycle sugars, um, high stress can also, I mean, you're more susceptible to infection anytime you have a lot of stress. Um, and that's multifaceted too. When we have a lot of stress, we're sleeping less, we're not eating as well. We're not drinking our water, all those things. But, um, antibiotics can cause it, it, antibiotics wipes out all your bacteria It wipes out your good bacteria and then it causes an imbalance and it can cause the thrush to thrive Um, and you can get yeast infections. And that can be like a vaginal yeast infection or in your nipple or anything like that. But the reason we need to talk about this is because sometimes in birth, we have antibiotics, whether like we need antibiotics, whatever, for whatever reason. So when you agree to having antibiotics in birth, know that the side effect of thrush you know, and that happening immediately when you're trying to figure out breastfeeding that that can happen. Okay. So I just want you to know that. And then the same thing too, um, with mastitis. So what happens often is a woman gets mastitis, which we're going to talk about in another episode. And then they go to their provider and they get antibiotics. They get the antibiotics, knocks out the mastitis, and now they have thrush. (laughs) So it's like, great. (laughs) So that's why we're going to talk about mastitis, how to heal that without antibiotics um, and hopefully prevent that thrush from ever even happening. But I just want you to know, so when you take an antibiotic, always pair it with a probiotic because that will help keep things in balance as much as we can. So I hope this episode was helpful. I'm assuming if maybe if you came to listen to this, you are experiencing thrush. So um, get your grapefruit seed extract, try your silverettes. If you're listening to this and you don't have thrush yet, make sure you have Silverettes on hand, especially for first time moms. I recommend that for, um, your baby registry. And if you want to use my promo code, it's Lizzie for 10% off. And that promo code is only going to be up for a week, I believe. So, um, that'll be good for this week. And then after that, it may not work, but do, do try it in case they leave it open. And I'll talk about it on my stories if it's still live or not. All right. That's all I have for you on thrush. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, if you learned something from this episode, please share with an expecting mom, especially an expecting mom that wants that low intervention birth is going to be birthing in the hospital. Maybe wants to go unmedicated because how we take back control of our birth is by asking for what we want. And we can't ask for what we want if we don't know that we have options. So Please share if you share on Instagram, tag me at fierce lizzie so I can come and say hi and thank you for spending some time with me today. I'll see you next time.